Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, we're going to look at creators' comments on famous quotes about God. So, the idea was that there's a number of uh, historically famous quotes from different people throughout uh, the last couple centuries or so, and it'd be a good idea to check them out and pass them by creator and see what creators take on it, Carl. Well, this is yet another way of kind of probing the divine exploring it, observing it through the lens of other experiencers and being human and being aware of the Almighty, and then having thoughts about it and perceiving in their own way what they think about how God interacts with us in the world. And that's all we have, if you hadn't noticed. I don't think uh, God's been on TV yet personally. Uh, Even when I channel God, it's my voice that one hears and that I hear. It comes through and feels like my own thoughts. Although I know, thinking about what it is, that it didn't come from me, I can't prove that to anyone. So everyone's in the same boat. And But people see around the edges of this, God at work. And so they comment in various ways. And it may be in reaction to their own frustrations a bit. But it allows the Almighty to comment about how it thinks, and how it interacts with us. And that's very illuminating because we can have a richer partnership with with the Almighty always than we do. And that's one of the missions of Get Wisdom to spread the word about that and how one can go about it effectively. Absolutely. You asked creator, Abraham Lincoln said, Sir, my concern is not whether God is on our side. My greatest concern is to be on God's side for God is always right. What is creator's perspective? All right, and these are creator's words. We like this quote very much, and it is very much in divine alignment, not because we want everyone to be worshipful and submit to our will and expect us to handle everything and to be the only source of ideas and initiative for you in living your lives, choosing new directions, making new things happen exploring, innovating, and creating new possibilities. We created humans to begin with, as well as the rest of the universe, to be a kind of living laboratory bringing forth new things, new organisms, new beings of all kinds, many highly intelligent, with the expectation they would do many wondrous and imaginative new endeavors heretofore non-existent. We can envision many, many things, not all of which we set in motion, but the idea that we can step in and provide you with an agenda is a misguided notion. You are totally free. You are free agents. You have free will. You have a destiny of your own choosing. We can support you and guide you and inspire you, but we will not lead you. So with your choices being up to you, it behooves you to learn all you can, and especially the divine perspective about the art of living, 
to know what is highest and best in a given situation so that what you do will bring rewards and not something negative. You might have to reckon with through the law of karma, seeking a restitution for a misstep, a harm caused to others by an ill-considered act. No act goes unrecorded or unmonitored or exists in isolation without consequences, good, bad, or neutral, with respect to the energetic outcome. So following divine principles is not only wise, but the path to progress in all respects, because you will be more likely to do good than bad, to be in alignment with success rather than failure, and this is what most people want to see happen. So the wisdom of this saying is in the act of being a reminder for people where they can go to get to know better how to handle a particular situation. They may be helping people save themselves from much misery and suffering that will result from having to learn things the hard way. If you do not get your learning from us directly, the universe will teach you and it might turn out to be a harsh lesson indeed if you go too long without a reckoning of some kind to help you get back into better alignment. The farther you stray from the path, the more difficult will be your return, and there is a risk of the effort becoming too great to handle. So it is not only wise but profitable to have in mind always divine principles in choosing all you say and do as you proceed with your day. It will pay many dividends. It's interesting, but I think that uh, Abraham Lincoln in this quote was really talking about his own perspective of a divine partnership, you know, and that a partnership has a lot of participation on his personal part, that he has to, he has to struggle and work hard to meet up with the divine standards that are set forth, you know. And so, yeah, and I think that it was a good illustration of the times when many, many, many religious people all around the world look to the scriptures, the Bible, the Quran as a handbook. Yeah. To help them guide their lives and choose what is going to meet with divine approval. But right. there's nothing wrong with that if it makes your life better. And so creator is ratifying that notion. Yeah, I think it's another way of saying that, you know, your uh, your faith can't be passive. You know, uh, you need an active partnership, so to speak. You need to really be pursuing uh, a divine life, so to speak. Yes, you need to know how to go about it in order to do it. Yeah. And the Almighty is there to teach you, if only through your trial and error. Yes. You asked creator, Pearl Bailey said, people see God every day, they just don't recognize him. What is creator's perspective? All right, and this is creator's answer. This is a perfect description of an almost universal dilemma experienced by physical human beings. This reflects first and foremost the dire situation you find yourselves in from being disconnected from us so severely that we are quite a mystery and seemingly remote with little interaction that could give you some 
reassurance, we are real and do exist. While you have been taught that creator is the source of all it is, when you look at the world you are accustomed to seeing, you may fail to appreciate its wondrous nature. And if what you can see and feel and perceive with your senses seems ordinary and expected, this is quite a sad commentary on the state of affairs for you as you live your lives. One of the things we would point to beyond the magnificence of having the divine human able to think and observe and ponder its existence, the profound beauty of nature is a hallmark of divine invention at work. And it is a double display because not only is nature beautiful as well as profound, human beings in their intricacy as separate and distinct organisms within that broader environment are fully capable of appreciating form as well as function and see the natural beauty in things and may well be moved profoundly with the glories of a sunset, spring flowers, majestic mountain ranges, and the plethora of life forms with their amazing lifestyles, anatomy, beautiful shapes, and colorings. Even the weather itself creates moments of great beauty. But unfortunately, people rarely think in those moments they are observing God's handiwork as a purposeful creation intended to be beautiful in ways for them to appreciate specifically. This is quite sad because the earth and everything within it was created for you to be a loving nest, a happy home, and a place of joy and wonderment for you to thrive, live in harmony, and experience endless delights. The other sign of the divine you take for granted without thinking of us is the love and kindness displayed by most people, at least some of the time. That is not something that happens by chance with no particular reason or origin that involved a purposeful creation. But we can tell you that love is the energy of the universe itself because it is our energy first and foremost. We put love into the universe and we made you as loving beings to be in harmony with loving energies, the delights of nature, the rewards of being in divine alignment, and sharing the experiencing of life with others and drawing great satisfaction and joy from sharing. There is nothing more satisfying than loving someone and having that love returned. We can promise you that whenever there is an expression of love, we are present because you are using our energy and we are witnessing the exchange as well. So it is through that disconnection from the awareness of the divine that keeps you in the dark about what we are telling you. Because it is not felt and witnessed more directly, this leaves room for doubt. And that is your enemy. Because without belief in us, you are creating a wall of separation that will have consequences. The other important message in this quotation is that it is in actuality a warning because the worst fate that can befall anyone 
is to become permanently disconnected from the divine and be totally on their own. In the end, they will perish because even the wonderful and miraculous life force energy that animates you comes from us. So if you turn away, we must let you. And that will have consequences eventually, not to your liking or your best interests. So I, th- I thought this was a really interesting quote, which is why I got included with the questions. Um, and it's, you know, this idea that people see God every day. That means everybody sees God, but not everybody recognizes God. Um, so it's, it, I think that that's what is also being said, is that it's really up to every individual you know, to to try and recognize something greater and just what they, the prosaic, you know, ideas that they have about everything around them. It's a wondrous world. Indeed. Know? And by just looking at the wonder of it all, it could, you know, brings you closer in divine alignment, whether you're, you know, I'm, I'm going to make that argument whether you're an atheist or not, you know, you might move an inch closer when you appreciate you know, a meadow full of beautiful flowers. You know? Yeah, and, and many atheists are more divine than they might want to acknowledge or recognize themselves personally. But yeah. they're not so far removed from the last time they were in the light. And they're just kind of denying that connection because they don't really feel it. They don't have the intellectual proof and so on. Right. But the creator is saying in this, not only is God all around you, but it matters that you notice with that realization yes because if you turn away and don't think about it in that way you are distancing yourself from the divine when you could have a friendship a partnership it's just like with two humans if you meet someone you want to be friends with them you never see them again you never write them you never send them emails or skype with them or whatever How long is that friendship truly going to last, and what's it going to do for them? Yeah. You see, it's the same with the Almighty. Absolutely. Friendships have to be maintained, and so does the relationship with the Almighty. You ask Creator, Creator, Charles Stanley said, Our Heavenly Father understands our disappointment, suffering, pain, fear, and doubt. He is always there to encourage our hearts and help us understand that He's sufficient for all our needs. When I accept this as an absolute truth in my life, I found that my worrying stopped. What is Creator's perspective? All right, and Creator tells us, this is certainly a generous endorsement and perspective from someone who not only believes, but is also trusting under the assumption there will be pleasant and helpful consequences from holding that perspective. And that is indeed the case. In fact, it is only those who believe, who trust in us, and who are desiring us to be a part of their lives for whom we can offer something directly to benefit them in some way or another. That might be a small thing, but it might be the most important thing that will ever happen to them coming from us directly. And in the absence of which they might be miserable and end life feeling a failure. The beautiful message within this quotation is that it is depicting a lack of resistance, a full acceptance of the possibilities of having God in your life and benefiting accordingly. That it is not only effortless, being a simple choice, but one that will also relieve you of worry. And we would extend that to say there are many, many burdens that might be reduced 
through establishing a divine partnership of this kind. Indeed, we consider this the number one goal people need to have to make their lives effective and complete. You simply will do more and do better with us by your side than if you do everything on your own, unilaterally. It is not that you lack resources, intelligence, or creativity. What you may not realize is that there are many potential obstacles you will encounter in the course of life. Many things stacked against you, many kinds of resistance you will meet up with, and many pitfalls that could cause a setback or even a major failure of some kind from which you would have a hard time recovering. And this includes all of the things thought of as accidents and other misfortune. We note also in this quotation, there is not a promise of handouts to make your life one of ease and abundance. But more described is the availability through us as a source of encouragement and the guidance this implies. This we can do, and it may take all may make all the difference for you many times during your life to avoid a major misstep. The key step involved is your awareness this can indeed happen and choosing to make a direct request for it to happen. That is what prayer is for. Because we cannot lead, we also cannot make your life perfect for you. There will always need to be an action step on your part for every initiative, change in direction, profitable work towards reaching a goal, time and effort spent in planning and reviewing past achievements to analyze what might be done better in the future and the many other things that life demands and will benefit if you do your part in making things happen. I think this is a good opportunity to, for me to share an observation, and that is a prayer said with doubt is better than no prayer said at all. You know, that we need to, to be wherever we're at, we need to say, you know, I'm going to try to go in this direction and see what happens. You know, you're never going to have a prayer answered if you don't throw a prayer out there to begin with. Indeed, and, and, and you can ask for divine help to yeah. strengthen your faith. Absolutely. It's not Absolutely. hard. Dear source creator, God, Allah, help even raise my belief in you and my yeah. faith in you. Help strengthen it. Yes. And that's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. And and even if you're, you feel like you don't have much and that you're fearful that the doubt itself will will hinder you, and it will actually, to be honest with you, doubt is a problem, but you got to start where you're at, you know? And like I said, a prayer said with doubt is better than no prayer at all. So, you know, if you, if you have some hope, maybe an inkling, a little hunch that maybe there's a, a bigger picture out there, that there maybe is a God after all, toss a prayer his way, her way. <laughs> it's way. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're saying this because the last thing I want is for people to come away from this thinking, oh, gee, I can't meet this standard. I can't ever be so perfect and so pure in heart and so believing and, you know, and I, I'm lost. I'm, you know, I, I just, I'm going to be excluded. And that's not true. That's not true. And that's not the, that's not the framework, the mind, the mindset to have actually. Right. <laughs> this, this is an encouragement to help you do better. Yes. To help point you towards how you can build faith and build your life to be stronger and a, a more effective partner with the divine. We'll be back with more Get Wisdom right after this.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We're looking at Creator's perspective on famous quotes about God. Famous things that people, you know, many people have said, uh, some celebrities, people that you've known about, some famous people. And, uh, you know, we look, to, we look to famous people, people that regard as wise or learned or, or successful, you know, um, for inspiration. And this is, this is a good thing to mine from. It's a good thing to go back and look at, Carl. Yes, I, I agree. And one of the things that makes me realize is these are only famous quotes from famous people. Because the average person intuitively sees there's wisdom in it. Yeah. You know, otherwise a quote falls flat and is is forgotten. So already these are launched with some inner insight and knowledge of, of the truth of things, divine truth. Yes. And I think it's interesting that, you know, quotes become famous because a famous person said them. But there are some quotes that have made the, the, the person who said it famous. The quote itself was so profound you know, that it made that person who said it a celebrity. You know, There's a few of those, too. But it's inter- interesting how that works sometimes. You ask creator, Garth Brooks said, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. What is creator's perspective? Okay, and for those who may not know, Garth Brooks was a country western singer and one of his songs was all about thanking God for unanswered prayers. And this is what Creator says about it. We appreciate the sentiment as it does accurately convey the reality that people do not always know what is in their best interest and may falsely treasure something that is not particularly good for them and might even be deadly if it were obtained. There are many things people do and say based on the emotions of the moment, whether they have yearnings for material benefits before these are truly earned or enough maturity has been attained 
so they will be fully appreciated for what they represent and not taken for granted and perhaps used up frivolously because they were so easily obtained rather than gained through hard work and, and so on. There are many pleasures that are highly desirable and for which you have an inner drive to attain. But there are always personal responsibilities to keep in mind and moral and ethical boundaries agreed upon by society that may in fact even be codified into law. So the first thing we would say about unanswered prayers is that one category might represent things desired selfishly that might come at someone else's expense. And this could lead someone to have dark thoughts, hoping the other person will fail or flounder in some way that would bring them to step in and that would allow them to step in and claim the rewards and make a gain for themselves from someone's loss that might not be truly deserved. If this is achieved through a karmic misstep, perhaps in not offering a warning that could have prevented such an eventuality, the law of karma will eventually demand restitution and anything gained will be lost and perhaps a greater loss than that original reward. But keep in mind that despite human frailties and imperfections, the divine will not act on negative requests as in seeking revenge against someone and praying for that retribution to be enacted which people will do because they want to see the person punished or perhaps even killed if their offense is grievous enough. We can tell you quite simply that two wrongs do not make a right. Although the ethical implications are far more intricate than that simple homily encompasses. But we can tell you that the law of karma is always watching and will assign a meaning to all of the energies in proportion to their good versus bad aspects. And there will always be consequences, either rewards and strengthening or a loss of some sort. So many times when people pray for something they believe is good for them and it is not acted on, they will actually benefit. And that is the intended meaning of the quotation from a song about an unrequited love that if it was arranged and acted on, would cause a much greater loss for the individual. So to have such a prayer ignored by us is in keeping with the rules of engagement, that we not only cannot lead, we also cannot harm someone and incur a karmic penalty of our own, no matter what the circumstances might be and who might be praying fervently for us to carry out such an act. In effect, then, we are saving them from themselves. And again, the deeper message in this would be to think more deeply about what one wants and to consider that if there is something desired deeply that even God would not do, one's motives might need to be reexamined and perhaps a better plan established. Because we can tell you that even though the divine will not act on a selfish impulse that could result in harm to someone, the law of karma will notice the person is out of alignment. And this will go on record because energetically they are injecting negative intentions into the universe. And this will be throwing things out of balance to some degree for which they will need to make restitution. 
because karma is delayed in bringing a consequence back to a person for their misguided acts, their relief in thinking they escaped from any consequence of a misguided notion might itself be an error. But it will help their cause if, along the way, they see the error of their ways and are able to launch an act of forgiveness or even forgiving thoughts and bring their energy personally back into better balance. That will always be a mitigating factor in their favor when there has been a transgression of some kind launched in the past. I think there's a lot of really powerful lessons here. I know myself, I've had, you know, <laughs> a lot of prayers go unanswered throughout my life, much more so in my past than in my present. I think, uh, I think I've learned <laughs> not only through my trials and travails, but especially through the wisdom being shared here with Get Wisdom, you know, that um, one, you know, we've learned like worker healing protocol that you need to be specific, but not too specific. You got to find a, a nice balance there, you know. So if you want a companion, the prayer would be, please, you know, enable me to meet somebody who's compatible and, and will be my, you know, partner. Instead of like saying, I want her. <laughs> you know, that that might not get answered. <laughs> yeah, if the person's unattainable. Right. Or if there's deeper points of friction potential there that maybe the divine will know better than you. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of wiggle room here, but the idea is to allow for divine creativity, but also know you're not going to be perfect about life. And the whole point of this is not to be perfect. That is probably unattainable in the end for anybody in the physical, right. but to learn about what works and what doesn't through doing it launching in, doing the best you can. And that's all that the divine expects of us, to participate and to learn from our mistakes. Agreed. Max Lucado said, God meets, daily, God meets daily needs daily, not weekly or annually. He will give you what you need when it is needed. What is Creator's perspective? All right, and these are Creator's words in answer. <clears throat> Although this seems quite improbable and perhaps naive in the sweeping assumption that all will be well with God's help, there is more truth than fiction here. The only way this is an error is that it is incomplete in explaining some of the fine points about the energetics of divine intervention and the interplay between the life and the physical of human beings and the Creator. We like this quote very much because it is bold and it is unequivocal, and as such contains no doubt. So even though there are many circumstances when this lofty view might easily be discredited in looking at the lives of many who suffer and contend with many deficiencies and lack of resources and so on, if you trace a person's personal circumstances, you will see that the degree of negativity they are experiencing is always in proportion to a lack of divine alignment, perhaps in many respects, 
and certainly when there is a long history of living that way. So we would say that rather than being overreaching and unrealistic, starting with a place of perfection makes a powerful proclamation that such a degree of perfection is indeed possible. And if you believe otherwise, there is doubt within you. And that doubt will create in some way a lessening of your experience. In effect, harboring the doubt this is possible will mandate a state of incompletion because we cannot fill that gap for you that you believe yourself is impossible because we cannot overcome your free will. We cannot counter your free will choice to achieve less than what is possible. So rather than a simplistic, naive, false encouragement that God can make your life perfect, we would say this is the encouragement to live with expectation of total acceptance by the divine and all the blessings that can bestow when you are in divine alignment. This is the way the universe works. It is only because so few can attain it who are in physical existence with its many travails, hardships, and disappointments because of the frailty of the human makeup making things so difficult that this seems unrealistic and unachievable. But we can tell you that if you can believe in us totally and believe in yourselves totally, you can be literally impervious to harm and even call forth miracles. There will be limits imposed from the very nature of your physical existence, such that you will not have God-level powers, but you will have a far better, more satisfying, and more successful and untroubled life than would otherwise be the case. And that is always worth striving for. Every gain you make in being stronger, having clarity of thought, loftiness of purpose, and with loving intentions will carry you farther and higher than would be the case otherwise. The other thing we like about this quotation is that it speaks to the dynamic nature of a true partnership with the divine, that it is not the case solely that you will be rewarded in heaven and so must wait for any benefits from us you might deserve. But rather, this could come at any time, and perhaps daily or multiple times during a given day, when there is an active partnership underway and an interplay with us through your thoughts and intentions. You take on many risks with an incarnation into the physical environment you inhabit. It is a dark place with many dangers and sources of negativity that could undermine you and cause losses or even a severe setback, not to mention an early demise. So waiting until it is the Sabbath to make a prayerful request for us to assist you might be too little and too late if midweek you are involved in an accident that could well be fatal and there is no time to pray for help. This is why we suggest people make a practice of daily prayer work for at least an array of needs and issues that make sense to address. 
So you have on record repeated outreaches to us for all the basic needs of life for you and loved ones to obtain guidance, inspiration, support, healing, and protection. In a sense, this is simply taking out insurance to help counter the vicissitudes of being in a troubled world where many things can go wrong as not everything is under your control. You know, in that short list of things to obtain through prayer, Creator listed protection is the last one. And usually when you want something to get the first level of attention, you mention it last because that's what people walk away with. So I, I think if you're going to pray for anything, pray for protection, especially in this day and age, uh, because that will help offset the things you can't see around the corner. Those things that will derail you, that will cause you trouble, you know. And so I think the first step towards healing is making sure that you're able to avoid the next hammer blow that's coming your way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. We, well, you know, most people have hardships at some point in their life, or an unexpected downturn that they have to weather, and, and it can be nasty. And, you know, people die, sometimes die young, and it's a shock yeah. when it happens. But this, this is what we're here to experience, whatever comes at us. And this is a process of striving for making the most of things, living your life in the highest and best way you can, maybe not what's highest and best for the ultimate that God would live if God were down here in the physical with all of its awareness and all of its power, but we need to do the best we can. And one way is through daily prayer to prepare for what might change and have prayers on record to deal with it should yes. something unexpected happen, like prayers for health and well-being. When you're healthy, why would you do that? Well, for a rainy day. Yes. So we have this wonderful book, a free download ebook, Prayer Empowerment. It teaches you how to pray with the request for the things that matter the most in life and how to cover the bases. And then how to launch those prayers, what to put in them, how to word them for maximum effectiveness. People haven't been taught how to pray. They haven't been taught what to pray for. They haven't been taught how to do it in a way that gets results. Creator has taught us, and we're giving it to you free. Just yes. go to our website. You can get that book at getwisdom.com slash prayer. That's getwisdom.com slash prayer. And while you're downloading the ebook for prayer, you can also download the ebook on the Lightworker Healing Protocol. You can get that ebook at getwisdom.com slash LHP. That's getwisdom.com slash LHP. The LHP is kind of an it's a collection of prayers. It's it's really the the um, the combination of all the powerful prayer techniques that are in the prayer book, but put together in a way that's one big prayer essentially. So, um, yeah, and and very highly detailed. Yes, with a lot of requests for things that the divine realm can do and we cannot very specifically asked for, and that extra wisdom gives us an empowerment that can make more happen than a prayer alone in the usual conventional way, out of ignorance. Yes. 
Overcoming ignorance is our quest here to get wisdom. We'll be back with more Get Wisdom right after this. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's Get Wisdom. Carl and I decided to stand on the shoulders of giants and take their wisdom and, and look at it further. And uh, that's what we're doing. We're having careers perspective on famous quotes about God, the, the thoughts that other people in history have had about God, some that you've heard of and some that you haven't, but uh, they're all profound and they're all worth looking at, Carl. Well, God is not running my life. I am. So if I want to be taught by God and I ask God, teach me, Nothing will come out of my mouth because I'm not asking for anything specifically to happen. There needs to be an agenda of mine with a little bit more focus than just give me something. God cannot lead, so God can't tell me a lot of things I don't know. But if I've done some scholarship and I've kind of zoned in on the area where the truth lies— I might be given that last piece of information. That's how my work happens. It's an yes. incremental growth through scholarly probing again and again and again. So we're using these quotes about the divine to have the divine comment. Is yeah. this hitting the mark? What else can we learn about it? And come away understanding more deeply who you are and how you operate. And it's very productive, I think, as we're hearing. Well, you know, our entire project, Carl, from day one, and your work with Creator and, and originally with Archangels, it started with Archangels, everything needs a question, right? I mean, you, there's nothing offered. <laughs> yes. You have to ask for everything. I mean, when I mean everything, I mean everything, you know, it's, which is the way it actually works. That's right. You know, God doesn't come in the night, wake me up and say, oh, I got a flash 
uh, press release for you and, you know, go to your typewriter. When, when channelers describe that happening, they're being sought out by an imposter to give them disinformation. You know, the divine doesn't work that way. We have to go to the well. We have to know what we want and make an honest attempt to stretch our brain a bit. And then we may be rewarded. You know, I think another rule of thumb, I think I might have explored this with you before, but, you know, if you're, you've looked at the thing about channeling and that, you know, many channelers are corrupted and stuff, but one of the important things that can distinguish between a channeler in divine alignment and a channeler that may not be is that the channeler in divine alignment has an off switch. (laughs) You know, in other words, you know, you, you, you hear the voices only when you want to hear them, not when they want to talk to you, you know? Exactly. So, interesting points. You ask creator, St. Augustine said, pray as though everything depended on God. Work as though everything depended on you. What is creator's perspective and can this insight help empower prayer and the light worker healing protocol? All right, these are creator's words. This quotation contains many truths and many implications, all of which are true. It is in perfect and balanced divine alignment, stating the broad meaning of existence and the way life can be conducted in one's affairs to survive and thrive while doing so. It, first of all, not only encourages partnering with the divine, but describing this as being an imperative. So it is not only useful and important to acknowledge the reality of the divine, but reaching out through active communication To have an interchange is an essential part of living that applies to, as is stated, everything. That is quite a sweeping proclamation, but happens to be the literal truth of things, that everything is created by us and is under our potential control. To acknowledge that by reaching out to us when there is something you need or there is a problem you are facing is your birthright to embrace and rely on as a passport to receiving divine grace in exchange. We cannot give you what you do not ask for, in fact. That simple reality shows powerfully and directly why prayer is so very important to use as a tool for daily living, not only for the big problems, the crises and emergencies that might happen from time to time, and if you are lucky, only rarely, but all of the challenges of life and even the things you take for granted and assume you have under control and can handle quite adequately oneself can still be included as part of an outreach to ask for its augmentation in some way. Prayer is a perfect way to request all of the things we can do for your benefit in giving you guidance, inspiration, support, healing, and protection, none of which we can do unless we hear from you. You have been bestowed with the blessing of free agency and free will, and thus have set off on your own to have your own life experience with you as the captain of your ship, making all the decisions. But that does not mean you cannot have a trusted advisor or an emergency resource of great strength, wisdom, and capability to make up for a personal shortcoming or deal with a situation beyond your understanding. 
We have brought forth many new teachings through Get Wisdom about how to empower prayer in ways that make it more powerful and effective that have not been taught previously. This is why prayer is so underappreciated. In addition to the fact divine intervention can be slow in its workings when situations are exceedingly complex and represent a huge backlog of prior unhealed circumstances that must be attended to quite carefully and systematically because the events involve so many interactions by huge numbers of individuals and all of that interdependence must be sorted out to avoid taking something away from others to help you in some way. The second part of this quote is the perfect counterbalance that although God is powerful, all-knowing, and omnipresent as a potential source and resource of rescue, not only as an outreach through making requests a necessary step to take, there is still work required on your part for things to proceed in a better fashion to bring effective answers your way for whatever might be slowing down or hindering your life. Here again is the inherent obligation of the current arrangement that you must always be in the lead and not us. Even if you are rendered seemingly helpless and are confused and in a state of ignorance about a possible way forward to compensate for a perceived liability or recover from a setback or become an obstacle that seems far too formidable for you to contend with, There may well be a workaround that can be engineered by the divine realm on your behalf, but that cannot be handed to you as something already accomplished. You will only be helped with some guidance and inspiration at first, and perhaps some inner encouragement by way of reassurance to help you find the inner wherewithal to move beyond the state of helplessness and return to the fray. We can still help guide you every step along the way in your journey, but you must be willing to keep going. We cannot make you move forward. We also cannot step out in front and solve the problems for you to clear your path in every instance, but we can help inspire and show you what you can make work if you try and engage with an action step of some kind and do so again and again and again to maintain your forward progress. Those who wait passively for divine assistance may be sidelined for a good long while because we cannot change their life for them and show them how to live it without them doing anything on their behalf to meet us halfway in bringing that about. That's what a partnership means that both parties are taking part. Both are contributing, both making an effort and joining in unison towards a common goal. This will find its greatest possible power in embracing the Lightworker Healing Protocol as a tool for living in the most effective way by taking time to make a series of high-level informed prayer requests to deal with all sources of adversity everything conceivable of a negative sort that can befall a person and hinder their existence and change for the better. Healing protocol is the premier tool for righting wrongs, for rebalancing and changing the outcome for the better. 
no matter what has transpired heretofore, there is a healing solution, at least potentially accessible through the protocol. This approach is new to the planet and what has been needed but missing all of this time through history. That is why it is so powerful and will in fact be the means through which humans prevail if this can be helped to happen. You are up against powerful foes who are serving the darkness and not the light, wishing to destroy you. Your continued existence and an improved future hang in the balance and can only be achieved through healing your perpetrators as well as yourselves. That is the greatest blessing of the Lightworker Healing Protocol, that it truly serves all in need and in the way things work energetically through the law of karma. Healing the perpetrator is the best way to heal the victim, as it cannot happen unless the victim is restored in all respects from the harm done. The only question is, will enough humans be made aware of these facts and the tools now available and be open enough to embrace and use them? Most are still asleep, blithely unaware they are in peril because they're being manipulated to be complacent and remain in a state of ignorance and will actively resist having this pointed out to them because they have been programmed to disbelieve such things can happen. It is only those who are still relatively uncorrupted who can hear our message and respond actively to join the cause. We can tell you that if you do, you can save the day, and that act will stand for all of time as the greatest of human achievements, and that you were a part of making it happen. So this is a big call to action, and uh, you know we talked about atheists and the problems with them more than a few times in this program. But a point I think I'd like to make is that you know having a belief in God is great, but if you're passive and don't do anything with it, you say you know I'm a good person, and because I'm a good person, I'm sure that He's got my back and He'll take care of me. There's a little bit of truth to that, but boy, you're missing out on the big picture if you're not actively pursuing a partnership at you know, every day, basically. Yes, there must be a, a, a bigger awareness of all that is happening and going on in the world. And we're we're doing all we can to bring forward the, the, the truth about this. It's not pretty. That's what Creator was alluding to here in this contest we're in with the darkness. It is real. We see the signs everywhere. We know a lot about it. And it's in our database at Wisdom. So you can learn as we have, because we can spoon feed it to you. We've yeah. done the work to go to the well and, and harvest the knowledge, but we need others to be helping and contributing. And it's not that hard. You can reach out in the privacy of your mind, ask creator to serve us, raise everyone up in this contest. It will make a difference. This is what we've been told again and again. We're out of time. Thanks again, everybody. Be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 